This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the Premier League, of course, is the greatest league in the world, they say. And it's certainly the most exciting league in the world. And I think in terms of quality now, it's where the money is, it's where the big players want to be, and where the best coaches in Europe want to be. And uh, this weekend, and indeed this season so far, it has been really quite exciting. And this weekend was no exception. Liverpool are top of the table, having scraped through against Crystal Palace 2-1 away from home. Arsenal beaten by Aston Villa, who beat Manchester City four days earlier. And that has been an interesting trajectory there on. And we're joined now by John Giles to talk about the weekend's football and where we are in this season. John, it's a long time since Manchester City have not led the league all season virtually. They've never been in fourth position that I can remember, but they had a kind of bad week. They lost away to uh, Villa, 1-0, and they scraped a 2-1 win against Luton yesterday with a Jack Grealish goal. So it's, it's, it's an open Premier League, and that's it's good, really. It makes it very interesting. Arsenal, Aston, it's Liverpool, Arsenal, Aston Villa, Man City, and Spurs. And then it's Manchester United, who, despite how bad they seem to be playing, they're still in sixth position, but a long way, 10 points behind Liverpool. Let me ask you first, John, about Manchester City. Early in the season, you said to me, they're not the same, they're not playing with the same intensity, they're not winning the ball back as much as they used to, and you detected a decline in it. I didn't actually uh, agree with you, I didn't know, but you saw something and you've been borne out by the results this season. They're not the team they were last season, John, or indeed any other season under Guardiola. What do you think it is? Do you think it's complacency after winning the treble last year? Well, it's not so much complacency, Eamon, but what, uh, I mean, if you look at the, the, the team that won the Champions League, yeah. uh, De Bruyne is injured. Yes. Gundogan is gone. Mares is gone. Yes. They're three major players, Eamon. Uh, I don't think he's replaced them. Well, it's very difficult to replace them anyway. Yes. I think the second thing is, when you do what they did last season, uh, which was to win the treble, which was fantastic, 
this, the close season goes very, very quickly, closer now than ever before. You probably get about four, four or five weeks, six weeks at the most yeah. rest. And then you're back into it again. Yes. Now, I found that, like, playing for Leeds, which is, we, we will say we won the league one of the years. And, yeah. And the last six, seven, eight matches, you're really up for it because you're coming into the end of the end of the season to win the title. Yeah. Now, it's, uh, and, and then it's very, very, it's, you get the summer rest, but the summer rest comes, comes along very, very quickly to start again. Yes. And you don't have the, the same attitude to it because it's the start of the season. There's plenty of matches to come as you did when you left the season. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's, that happens to Manchester City. Having won the treble, there's three of the major players not there yes. at the moment. And you're not up for it in the way that you should. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the major reasons uh, for City. I think as the season goes on now, Eamon, and they, yeah. they, they, they did win, not very well at the weekend. You, I find that they'll pick it up again now because you have to. You know, the manager, yes. the manager himself could be not as keen as he was at the start, at the end of the season. But the whole club, I think, now that I think they'll start picking it up right. as well. But they, but they don't. They, they've lost, they've lost three major players there, Yeah. You know, De Bruyne, Gundogan, and Mares. You know, yeah. I don't know whether they've replaced them. You see, that's a, that's a biggie as well, well. Yeah, they've tried to, but players of that caliber aren't easy to yes. replace. It is worth saying. Yeah. I agree with your analysis now, um, but it is worth saying though that uh, they've had plenty of success in the past, and they've never had trouble getting themselves up, and usually start the league and and continue. Very yeah. on to, on top. Yeah, but they never they never won the treble before. Eh? No, that's right, and they never lost three players of that caliber. Um, caliber. So there's yeah, yeah, especially winning the Champions League because the big thing was on them for a few years. They wouldn't be a great team, or they wouldn't be a great manager unless unless they won the champ. Well, they did that, and there's three players gone. That that's that's my take on it. Right, and um, let me just move on to the two games Villa won this week. They beat Manchester City 1-0 at home on Wednesday, and then they beat Arsenal 1-0 on Saturday. It was a hell of a game in terms of the, what was on it, but the two teams looked tired, I'd have to say that. But Villa, under their new coach, Unai Emery, who has a great record in Spain, he had a bad time in Arsenal, but he's won the Europa League four times and he was manager of Sevilla and a very successful manager. He also briefly managed PSG, but they win the league every year anyway. He's done a hell of a job there, John, and it showed against Arsenal. Now, I would contend, I think we both agree, watching the games over the weekend, Newcastle Spurs, for example, Newcastle looked out on their feet before they started, and Villa-Arsenal... That game lacked the intensity you'd expect because if Arsenal had won it, they were going to go top of the league in front of Liverpool. And of course, if Villa won, as they did, they went into third place and they're just two points behind Liverpool and one point behind Arsenal. This Villa team is organised, John, well set up. Yeah, he's, he's done really well with them, Eamon. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't spent much money. I, he, he was, I think he was unlucky a few years ago. He was at Arsenal probably at the wrong time. Yeah. He, he didn't do very well there. But going to Villa, he really has 
doing a big job with them, Eamon. Yes. They're actually, you know, getting up there with the big boys, Arsenal and Liverpool and all these big teams. Uh, and he hasn't spent much money or anything uh, no. doing what he's done. But they're well organized. Uh, they don't give much away. And uh, he's, he's done a big job. To have them in, in, in the race for the title against the, the big clubs like Arsenal can spend, Man U can spend, but Liverpool that, can spend. Yeah. So he's done it. He's done. He's done a really big job, I Emin. Mean, yeah, yeah, Very and big job. They, they basically. I told Arsenal, and Arteta said after the game, we should have beat them. We had the ball most of the time. They did. Arsenal had possession an, an awful lot. But Villa were very dogged. This fella, John McGinn, he's a Scottish international. He's a tough, tough guy. He's a midfield player. Uh, he scored a goal after seven. It's a very good goal, but he's a hard, it's a hard case. He's a very good player. You'd want him on your side. You'd want him on your side if you were in a fight on the street as well. But they had too much intensity, but they have a back four and a high line, John. It's very rigid, but it's not like the high line Liverpool play where Van Dyke controls it and they tend to run out. Villa don't mm. run out. They they hold their ground. They're half turned in case balls are played in behind them. So they're, they're not going to... It's an entirely different system. But against yeah. Arsenal, it worked. And you could tell it was from the training ground. You could tell they'd done a lot of work on it and they had confidence in each other. And it just goes yeah. to demonstrate one thing that what you do between Monday and Friday matters, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, it, 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 he's been there now long enough, Eamon, to have them playing the way he wants them to play. Yes. And it does take time to, 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 to get players who have been under previous managers are doing it in a certain way. Yeah. And then to get them to do them the way, if you're changing it, which he obviously has, uh, to do what you need to be done. And the, the players then get confidence in it and confidence in the manager because he's, uh, he's, he's doing it in the right way and it's not too complicated. Usually if it's too complicated, it doesn't work. So keep it as simple as you possibly can. I think that's what he's done. Depends on the players, and uh, he's got them on his side. I think when he was at Arsenal, he never got that. I mean, I don't think he ever got the players on his side to do what needed to be done. So he's gone to the right club, and he's got to the right players. Yeah, and at the right time, it's worth pointing out, John, that his predecessor at Arsenal was Arsene Wenger. So he went straight in after yeah. Wenger left, and that was a hard hard act. Yeah, it was a hard job to, for him. To follow. Yeah, yeah. This, this is perfect for him, obviously. He's gone in there. Yeah. Yeah, he's changed it around a bit. He's got them playing well, and they're 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 having a go at the title. I mean, it's long yeah. time since Villa were in that position. Now, very very good job. Yeah, yeah, 1982, I think they won the title, or was it yeah, 1981? Well. And then they went on and won the European Cup. But I don't think this team yeah. has that quality. But they've done really well, and they dealt a blow both to Manchester City and Arsenal within five days, which is pretty yes. good going. <laughs> Let me ask you, John, about Manchester United. The reason I'm asking you is I watched their game against Bournemouth on Saturday night when Sky replayed the whole game. And there I was at 10 o'clock watching football. <laughs> and I thought United were absolutely shocking. Now, Bournemouth, yeah. a, small, a very small club, beat them 3-0. It could have been more. They had a goal disallowed very late on. Fernandez got booked, and a lot of people have suggested he got booked because it means he misses the Liverpool game next Sunday. <laughs> and that was kind of 
lurking in the background, but Manchester United, John, have he's he's doing the strangest things. He's left Varane on the bench now for about four or five matches, six maybe. Uh, Varane is a World Cup winner. He's thirty years of age. He's a model professional, and he's sitting there. And he brings everybody on, but he doesn't bring him on. He's got a kid called Sancho who's on 280 grand a week and he won't bring him back into the squad because he won't say sorry. And the fight was about whether he was putting it all in in training. He said he was. The manager said he wasn't. And because the young fellow won't say sorry, he's been banned from training with the first team or ever having a chance of playing. This is Eric Ten Hag. He also talked last week about banning journalists and his team is useless. What could be done? Well they're not they're not good, I mean that's that's for sure. <laughs> and they're not going they're not going the right way. And Manchester United are the top team. They're a lot of expectations. Uh it hasn't happened. They gotta win during the week uh against Chelsea. Yeah. And Chelsea are even worse than them. Yeah, yeah and Chelsea were beaten again by Everton yesterday. Oh yeah, he's the, the well. That's that's another day's uh, another day's we'll just, Well, while you while you while we're on Chelsea, just let me say yeah. I think we both have some regard, high regard for Maurizio Pochettino, Pochettino, hmm. the Chelsea coach. What he said after the Everton game was, "We need to go out and buy some players to just spend oh, a bit." He didn't say they, that was a joke. He did. No, he no, did. I now that. they I mean, spent. I, a, I think what he wants to do is get rid of some of the players. I yeah, mean, you can't have you know thirty six, thirty eight top pros. They've the already they've spent, spent a billion in the last three transfer windows. This American billionaire has spent a billion, and that's what Pochettino said after the match. But back to the point, back to Manchester United, for example. Yeah. This guy has spent 400 million. So he's had his chances. He's making very strange decisions. I can't see a reason why they, sh- they play Bayern Munich tomorrow night. And if they don't win, and even if they do, if they don't win, they're out of the Champions League. And if that happens, their season is virtually over. Although they're sixth in the table. I don't know how they got they are six. Well, he's he's a lot he's a lot to do. I mean, he's in he's in big trouble. You know, he he did say he did say the other day that players are not good enough. Yeah, <laughs> he did say that. You know, he didn't, and he's 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 bought most of them. Yeah, and spent a fair and spent a fair bit of money. The, the, the fact is, he's he's in, he's in big big trouble. I mean, you know, the the the, the display. The other day against Bournemouth, as you said, they were be- they were beaten three. It could have been more. Yes. And at this stage of the season, and he's been there long enough to be able to sort out the players and get the players in that he wants. Is a bit like Emery at it's about the same time as Villa. Yes. He's made a job of it, and he hasn't. I mean, he's he's, he's saying some strange things. Some of these things he says are strange. Uh, but the main thing is the players are not doing it for them. Yeah. Now, John, you're a former Manchester United player. You played in a successful team that won the FA Cup in 63. The club wasn't at its height in that as post the Munich air crash. But the pressure of playing for Manchester United is real, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's huge. I mean, it, I mean man, you were uh, probably the top team in the world. And, yes, uh, the, the, the huge support all, all over the world. Yeah, and to be playing the way they're playing and losing matches to Bournemouth at home is big trouble. I mean, really big trouble. I, I, I can't see him. I can't see him lasting. 
No, no, he won't. He won't. He's there last. long enough to 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 get the players in. He spent a fair bit of money. To, he's in there long enough to get rid of the players he doesn't want and get the players in he does want doesn't want. It does take a bit of time, but that time is gone. Yeah. And when you see them against Bournemouth, you're back to where he, well lower, worse than when he started. Yeah. And, you know, this is this is this is Manchester United. Oh. I'd be amazed if they. First of all, the, 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 there was a thing last week in the papers about some of the players going to him to say that the, they're, they're doing too much training or that yeah. the club too often, whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah. You know, now we t- I think he did tell them to clear it off. But the fact that they had the cheek and the nerve to go to a manager and say, I think we're coming in too much. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that doesn't happen with with top managers. I don't think I mean, you, I was, if they went... top manager... If, Sorry, if they went to Alex Ferguson, I don't think it'd yeah, go down exactly, very well. Exactly. Why'd you go to Fergie <laughs> saying we're working too hard in training? Yeah, or they, they were in too often. Whatever he said, I mean, it, it, and, and he, he he didn't do it. I think he I think he might have told him to clear it off. But the fact that they had the cheek to to go to a manager and say, "Look, we're doing this too much," it doesn't happen. No. No, no, it doesn't happen. Yeah. You, you, if you've done that, you've lost the players. Really, if they think think they have the cheek and the nerve to go and and approach a manager like that, you're in big, big trouble. And he, as you said, he is in big, big trouble there. He is. Yeah. Manchester City, John, they scraped a win against Luton yesterday. Jack Grealish got the winning goal. They won two one at Luton. It's a tight little ground. I played there very often, and I understand you told me a few weeks ago that. You were only sent off once in your career, and it was at Luton. <laughs> Correct? Yeah. Yeah, T- totally right, Eamon. I was at West Brom. Yeah. I was playing at West Brom, and uh, I played there against, against Luton from Manchester United. Yes. And they were relegated. So I was playing against them again in the second division. For West Brom. And they yeah. had a big lad at centre-forward. I can't think of his name, but he was he was a hard nut, a real hard nut. Amen. Yeah, and I told the West Brom lads before we went. Look, just be careful. This guy is is trouble. He gets you into all sorts of trouble. So just be wary. But after about ten minutes, Amen, the ball was played up to him on his chest, and I'm coming <laughs> back to him. <laughs> and you I couldn't resist. resist it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, it was a bad tackle. Yeah, but I didn't expect to be sent off. And of course, I think we lost the match and. Of course, I, I'm I'm player manager with the yeah. lads, and I'm telling them before not just be careful, don't do this, don't do that, and uh, you did it yourself. I, I, they, they they let they let me know, um, and I, I knew I knew myself. So yeah, I, that's that's my memories uh, of Luton, uh, right? But with the city, you're saying, um, yeah, they put the, put it up to City. They had a go. City were very poor in the first half, uh, and went one down, as you know. Yeah, uh, and picked it up in the second half. They did pick. They played quite well in the second half to go on and win it. Yes, but but it wasn't. It wouldn't. You wouldn't regard it as a good day. No, for City. No, and uh, I have to say about that West Brom team that you were player manager of. You got promotion to the what was then the first division is now the Premier League, and you finished I think fifth or sixth in the following season. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. 
Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One thing we did together this weekend is we watched Tottenham Hotspur play Newcastle. They won 4-1, and Ange Postacoglu, their coach, is someone who yeah. is a most attractive character. He's had desperate injuries. Madison and uh, Van der Ver, a brilliant centre-half, both out with bad injuries. They got a hammering when they went down to nine men against uh, nine men and two of his best players injured, uh, and they lost 4-1 to Chelsea. But he's built it back up again, and they gave Newcastle a hiding. Oh, played played really well, Eamon. Yeah, a, a big hiding for one. Yeah, but the 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 rest of it. Well, Newcastle look very very tired, and the manager said afterwards, with all the matches they've had, they've had yes. a lot of injuries, haven't been able to play. Yes, uh, but Spurs certainly didn't look tired, Eamon. No, no. I mean, they, what they do when they as soon as they win the ball. Yeah, as you, as we saw at the weekend, there's four or five, six players up. After the ball, you know, yep. attack, attack, attack at them. Yep. And uh, they were far too, they totally outclassed uh, Newcastle, who've had a bad time. They've had a few bad results now because they, they've, most of the players are off. A lot of the players are off injured. But Spurs have been very impressive. He hasn't won them uh, for a few games, Eamon. Yeah. Spurs, but, but they really won against Newcastle. Yeah, and um, what's interesting really about well. the real best, the real top coaches, Richarlison, has been at Spurs quite a while now for a few seasons. I think both of us have looked at him as a Brazilian, Brazilian international indeed, but he's very temperamental. He has been very temperamental. He's never really delivered on his promise. But yesterday he scored, played superbly, worked his heart out, and it is amazing the effect a good coach and a good man-manager can have on a character as dubious, should we say, as Richardson? Yeah, he has he has them on his side, Eamon, That's for sure. Yeah. yeah whatever he wa- whatever he wants them to do, they're trying their best to do it. There's no doubt about that. 
and he's changed them totally. Well, he, compared to all the other managers, I mean, the way they attack when they have the ball, uh, you know, it's four or five players, or maybe six players, maybe seven, and he's encouraged them to do that all the time. Now, he has lost a couple of matches, and he will lose, he will lose some matches uh, yeah. doing what he does, unless he gets even better players in yes. to do what's needed to be done. But, but he's, he's, he's the approach to it. I tell you, he'll really, really excite the, the Spurs fans because that's what they like. Yeah. Uh, and it really came off from yesterday against Newcastle. Yeah. Really, really very good. Yeah. Excellent. The kind of football that Spurs have always been renowned for really push and run. It goes back to the 50s, actually. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about Liverpool, John. I'm a Liverpool supporter. I've declared an interest here. They beat Crystal Palace 2-1 at lunchtime on Saturday. Were they a bit lucky? Um, they were lucky up to the point. I mean, I didn't think they were playing well at all. Mm. And uh, Jordan Ayew is that his name? Ayew, yeah, he was sent off. Ayew, yeah, he was sent off. I mean, yeah. and uh, like Palace were good up to that particular point. They, yes. were, they were they were playing better than uh, Liverpool. Yeah, and that changed the game. Right. In a big way. And it didn't look uh, like he, a, he deserved to be sent off. It was two yellows, was a ridiculous. second yellow card, and yeah. the first one was for nothing, and the second one was virtually for nothing. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. They've got to change the rules a bit on, on, on that. But it, yeah, in the game, I mean, it was, I think he was, he was got a yellow card for not being far enough away from a free kick. Yeah. And he got it, then he fouled somebody, which was, Touch and go, whether it was a foul. Yes, uh, and that, that's that's not right. Now we got a yellow, uh, sorry, a red card for those two yellows, uh, and I think they've got to look at that particular. They've got to look at a few rules for that one in particular, and if the referees are going to do it, I think they should say send them off for ten, fifteen minutes, Eamon. Yes, at most. If if the two fouls are not bad fouls, really bad fouls, yes. they deserve to be sent off. I think it's too harsh. For him, yeah. to be sent off for for the for, for the, the, the fouls that he or the cards that he got, but it certainly helped Liverpool. Definitely, Liverpool picked it up from there. They weren't playing well, uh, and in the end, they got they got the win out of it. And yeah. they, they did well from that point on, Eamon. But they weren't playing well at that stage. Just on that point, John, of yellow cards in fifteen minutes, rugby has it right. I think if you get a yellow card in rugby, you're off the pitch for ten minutes. And then yes. you, you're you're yes. you're allowed back on. They do have a yes. red ca- card option if you commit some terrible, really dangerous foul. But the yellow card yes. is a kind of in betweener. And just on VAR, John, I said to you a few weeks ago that I think VAR should be scrapped, and I was very enthusiastic for VAR. And now I think it's ruining the game. Interestingly, Gary Lineker said precisely the same thing on Saturday. He said he apologized. He said. I feel I should apologize. I was, I thought VAR would revolutionize the game for the better, but he said I was totally wrong. I think it should be scrapped. Last time I asked you, you, you weren't quite sure, but the more we see of it, John, and the more, it, like, there was 10 minutes added on at halftime to a game at the weekend and then another eight. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a separate issue, Eamon. That, yeah. That's nothing to do with VAR. I go back to VAR. VAR, is is a an instrument aim into the game. Yeah. It's the people who are doing the work on VAR are at fault. They're making a mess of it, Eamon. Making yeah, but they, they, they can't work it. If they can't work the system and it's, and the system isn't clearly isn't working, 
then okay. you scrap it. Well, that, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think if it's if it's going to go the way it's gone, and it's it's down to the, the referee's situation in it, then it'll ha- it'll have to be scrapped. But we're going to see one horrible situation if and when this thing is scrapped. Amen. Yeah. You won't know whether it, what, it, it was it was a foul or it wasn't a foul. You, we won't know. You won't, you won't, do, do we well, know, we knew for we know far on. It's the people, the people who have got got got, in, got into VAR now, who are in charge of VAR. Uh, there's no doubt they've made a mess of it. Yeah, well, we knew they for a hundred years before VAR, John. Yeah, well, look at all the all the conf- all the, the, the situations we had. Ah, yeah, then. but the games weren't. We used to have a situation where at one stage was the ball over the line, was it not over the line? Yeah, well, there's two things. I tell, I... My take on it, my take on it now, that I think they should they should have a rest from it and go over it and over it and over it, whether it takes a year or eighteen months, and get rid of all the guys that are making a mess of it. Yeah, and have it done properly. Well, they're all former Premier League referees, but leave that aside. In fact, I know, that's what's in that's fact, the problem. In fact, they're current <laughs> Premier League referees. Yes. Just yeah. two, I'd make two exceptions. Offside, I'd say keep it. For the, with the lines, it can be good. And the other thing is the goal line technology, which if the ball does go over the yeah. line now, the referees it's watch brilliant. Uh, it goes buzz. Other yeah. than that, but throw it away. I just interrupt you there. Last year, they tried to change the, the offside rule without anybody knowing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the match? They said, that, well, I think it was Manchester United against Manchester City. I think it was Rashford. The ball was played forward. He was about 15 yards offside. And at that stage, I don't know whether they've changed it since. They haven't. He, he, they didn't give offside. That's right. No. Said, if he doesn't touch the ball between now and the goal, he's not offside. Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't they, matter. No, they still... That's the crazy type of stuff they're yeah. bringing in. Yeah. yeah. That's the crazy stuff. That's the people who are in charge of, of, of uh, VAR. Amen. But I, I, I would dread it. I would dread it when they stop VAR because there's some really good things from VAR. That we, we we like say the offside now yes. they they haven't doing what they were doing last year yeah like there's loads of offsides you've seen well certainly I've seen but I think I didn't think he was offside there yes yeah there's lots of good things they do but it's the people involved in it Damon they're making a total mess of it that's my that's that's my take on it right and no <laughs> doubt it will continue to be a hot topic for a long time because it is actually mm-hmm. changing the game I mean a lot of that th- those added minutes those 10 added minutes uh, in the halftime I think it yeah. was uh, that I saw this week yeah. uh, rather full time uh, are devoted to looking at VAR and looking at VAR again and again just for a uh, lot I mean, I mean, just before you finish on that the, 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 the rule that they've introduced now right to extend the game because of the waste of time and that yeah there's nothing to do with VAR Oh, well, it has, John. Uh, because... Fire doesn't come in. Fire doesn't come into that element at all. It does. That's that's what the referees no. have decided because people are wasting time. And oh yeah, as, putting, as well. Putting time on I the know, clock. but if you have to go and look at VAR at the touchline, and if you have to wait for the decision, that's all added time. Well, it's added time, Amy, but it doesn't go into sixteen minutes. It goes. It's going far. Okay. Far doesn't go in. Far doesn't go in that long, and it's 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 it, it's what they're trying to do is stop teams wasting time. That's like the situation. Well, it's and not working. If that's the case, and we talked about this before. If somebody's wasting time, injured or doing whatever he's doing to waste time, give me a yellow card. If he does it again, give him another, and he gets sent off. 
That's what they're trying to do. It's wasting time. It's not. It's not putting it on for. They're not putting the time on for extra for for the VAR situation. Ed. Okay, let me ask you a final question, John, because okay. I, there's oh, so many people who are Leeds fans out there, and they're beginning to hope yeah, again. Yeah. And Leeds yeah. Leeds are third in the championship. They're Ipswich and Leicester. Leicester are leading. Ipswich are second and leads a third. They have a new coach, Daniel Fark. He was at Norwich. He yeah. got Norwich promoted twice, and then they sacked him, because yeah. sometimes the worst thing. He's done a really good job, and you're very hopeful, aren't you? Yeah, I think he's the best thing that's happened to, to, to Leeds for a long time, Eamon. Right. He did a great job of Fark. You never hear anything from him. He's never in the press. He's never moaning about this. He's never controversial. He's just getting on with the job, and, and definitely the players see, well, obviously the results show it, are responding to him. But he did a terrific job at Norwich. He did, and he, he didn't did, get yeah. any real credit for it. No, no. Uh, but you never hear him in the papers. You never hear him moaning about anything. He just gets on with the job, and uh, I think I think he'll do a great job. He, well, he is doing. I think he's doing a great job for Leeds. You think he'll get them up to the Premier League, and that will make a lot of people happy. There's a lot of people of a certain age who started following Leeds United. When you were playing for them, John, so you've been responsible for about twenty years of misery in people's lives. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, well, it's, well, yeah, well, since Don Ravi left, yeah, uh, it's gone obviously gone downhill. Um, yeah, you know, but it, but they had well, we had well, sort of ten, at least ten great years years with Don, and it doesn't last forever, as we know. But they made, they made some strange. Uh, uh, well, they had new got new owners in. They, did, yeah. they made some strange decisions over the years, but hopefully, uh, Mister Fark will make a a difference. To, well, he is making a difference to him to him now. And yeah. what they've got to do now is back him all the way and get get that Leeds because the, the, the fanatical crowd that Leeds as we oh, know. I know that, and, and they know. still turn out at twenty five thousand, twenty seven thousand, thirty thousand yeah. for for championship matches, and that means that Mister Fark might do something. That you caused you a lot of hurt, disappointment from people who started following Leeds because you were there. So you'll yeah. be all right. You're, yeah. you're hoping. <laughs> I'll keep. I'll keep my fingers crossed, Damon. <laughs> That's all you can do, John. Is if it comes to that, I don't think it'll be enough. But Mister Fark no. might <laughs> may do something better. Anyway, John, as always, yeah. uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Just let final. Question, you're not prepared for it, didn't ask it. Who do you think is going to win the Premier League this year? Uh, you don't I, have to commit. City will be in there, Em. I think they'll, 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 they'll regroup, they if yeah. that's the right word, at the moment. I think the big two, the big, if, if, if City don't win it, I'd say definitely Arsenal and Liverpool. Right. Would, would be real, real, real contenders. Right. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be a great finish. Um, yeah, I do. I think, and I think Liverpool have an awful. They have depth in the squad. They're very attacking team, but they yeah. there's things you could criticise. We'll get back to the Alexander Arnold issue in the fullness of time, probably next week when they play United, and that yeah. should be a, a good game to talk about. We're very grateful to you, John, as always, for joining us and your Leeds, the people suffering who are, as Leeds fans because of you. I'm sure they'd be very. Happy this morning to hear that there's hope on the horizon. We're grateful yeah, to John, of definitely. course, great player, great coach as well, for joining us. To all of you for listening, and that's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.